Today, I'm going to be talking about a topic that I think we should not be afraid to talk about and is something that unfortunately is going to happen to all of us. Welcome, mi gente. Welcome to Women's Freeway. sound a little bit stuffy because I've been sick well I was I got a little cold it was not COVID I got a little cold last week and I'm barely getting coming out of it so if y'all hear me y'all know I'm stuffy right now but yes today I'm going to be talking about the topic of death And I know that a lot of people do not like to talk about death because they either say they're not thinking of dying or you're calling death. But I think that is something that we have to talk about and something that we should not be afraid to talk about. So the and why I decided to touch on this topic is because there was a recent death in my daughter's father's family. Um, she was close. She was close to all of us, and it just made me, you know, think about death. And every time that happens, that somebody close dies, it makes me think about it. Even though you know we hear that people die all the time. But it's not the same as when somebody that you know and was close to you passes away. And if you have lost someone dearest to you, you know what I'm talking about. And okay, so the first death that I experienced within my family was when my grandma died. This was back in 2009. I was 19 around then and she was my grandma and she lived with my mom. She lived with us. I was not close to her. We didn't really have a close relationship, but I did see her during my lifetime and she was living with us for a couple of years and she, cause she was not here all the time. She would go to her country and then she'd come back for a couple of months and then she'll go back and like that. She'll be back and forth. And so it was, it was a death that I first experienced. And, and one thing that I want to say that I feel it happened to me. I don't know why, I don't know how, I don't know what the heck, but it's something supernatural, a little story. So after she passed, um, I don't remember how after that happened to me, but after she passed, I remember I was sleeping in my room and all I remember is, and this was during broad daylight. It was not at nighttime. It was not dark. It was broad daylight. 
And I remember somebody, well, whatever it was, touching touching my ankle and wake, waking me up, like waking me up, like, hey, wake up, you know? Um, but they didn't say nothing. They were just touching me. And after what I remembered was that I turned around, I opened my eyes, and I see my grandma. I see my grandma next to the bed. And she was with a ball, a tennis ball, because she used to have a walker, even though she didn't really use it, but she did use it here and there. She had a walker. And you guys know those walkers, they have tennis balls. And some of them. And she had tennis balls in her on the walker. And I remember her wanting, waking me up and telling me, Francis, I want to play. Can you play with me? And I turn around and to this day, I was like, I don't know. I think I was half asleep, half awake that she was like, hey, I turn around. I see her with the ball and then he moves my blanket. Like it pulled, we pulled my blanket and I was like, I was so freaking scared. I ran. I felt like my soul left. I don't know what. But I ran to my mom and I screamed. I'm like, mom, mom, my grandma, my grandma, you know. But as what I believe, I believe that that was not my grandma. So that that was that was the that was, that that is why I was afraid, because from what I believe, I know that that was not my grandma. That was a spirit. That was whatever spirit it was. I don't know. Uh, evil spirit whatever it was. So that's what made me afraid. And I remember, I still to this day remember this day vividly. And this is one of the scariest things that have ever happened to me, like supernatural thing that has happened to me. So far, that was the only time that something like that ever happened to me. And I hope it doesn't happen to me again. So that was the first death I experienced with my family. But after that, I experienced a death that really, really hurt me, of course. Um, And it was my dad's passing. My dad passed away in 2016. And the death of my dad really made me see death a different way. It made me, it made me change. It really did because it was, it was something that it was expected, but it was not expected. It was expected because he was sick, but then at the same time, I was not thinking about it. I was not thinking about his death. I really was not until it happened. And it's really something that, I think about and is something that is just something that really made me change and really made me think and see death differently. So after that, I feel that now for me, now when that happened, now I feel that if any close of my family passes away, I can feel we're not always prepared for that. But I feel that maybe I could take it differently than how I did before. And not just that, but I could change with them now that I'm alive than 
after they pass because after so if you know if you had somebody that passed away and maybe you didn't have the time or you didn't really spend time with that person or you didn't really say or ask things about that person that it's done you can't do it anymore that person is gone so when my dad passed you know I thought about a lot of things that man I wish I could have done with him or things I could have asked him about because now I have so many questions that I am not going to get answers for and so many things like his recipes like he was a cook and my dad he was the one that was cooking was almost always cooking at the house and he was the one always feeding us well besides my mom because my mom did too but my dad was the one always cooking like he was he was a cooker and he loved to cook and I wish that I could have have I could have you know written down those recipes maybe I could have you know done a cookbook for him but whatever it happened you know so it made me see see life differently and it made me think even till this day sometimes I think about it and I just you know so many moments you know the way my dad did not express himself with me um maybe I could have changed that And I could express myself with him, but he just had his old ways that he didn't want to change, prideful and all that. But no matter what, that was my dad. And after going through that, now I feel that I, even though I'm still young, because death does not have an age, Death does not, like they say, death is around the corner. So even though I'm young, I feel that I want to be prepared for that. And the way I saw my dad, that he didn't have, he was not prepared for anything, like for his funeral, nothing. I feel that that was a little selfish of him. And because, you know, who has money? Funerals nowadays are freaking expensive. Burial, everything is expensive. So I feel that even though I'm still young, I can prepare for that. Or if I have children, like for my daughter, and if I have to have more children or for my husband, I want to leave something prepared. And I was listening to the radio one of these days, and there was this commercial uh, for funeral home um, offering their services and the packages they have. And as I was listening to the guy, he was mentioning and talking about, you know, doing the sales. And he was talking about um, saying that, oh, we have, a, we have this funeral home and we offer this, we offer this, this, what, what will you choose, what best package is for you. And one thing that he said that made me think is that he was like, oh, make sure you know, we'll have the best place for you and you'll make sure that you have the best memorable moment. And as soon as I heard that, I thought to myself and I'm like, how am I going to make this memorable if I'm going to be dead? Like, how is this memorable? Like, I'm not going to be there. But then after I was like, okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I get what he's saying, but I get what he's saying with making it memorable, I guess, for the people. But... I was like, okay, yeah, I mean, maybe I could make it memorable. Maybe right now I could 
picture and have a say of how I want my funeral to be, then just leaving it up to people, whoever's going to handle it. But yeah, so I feel that we could make a memorable funeral for ourselves because it's going to happen. It is going to happen. And it's something that we need to prepare and not be scared and at least make it your way. I feel that, you know, make your make your funeral how you want it. Like I said, I want this type of color. I want this on my funeral. I want that. And it's okay, you know. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And at least you know. I mean, you're going to be asleep. You're going to be dead. So you won't see it. But, I mean, I don't know what's happened because I haven't, you know. I don't know what really happens after we die, you know, like physically. But based on based on the beliefs my beliefs and based on what i know on the based on the bible once you go to sleep when you die you're in a deep sleep you your body like our body decomposes we go back to earth and our soul goes back to god so i know is I know what we all want to hear, that we all going to go to heaven. That's what we all want to hear based on what I know, because that's based on what I know and based on what the Bible says. I know everybody has different beliefs. Everybody has different theories and all this stuff. But based on what I believe on what the Bible says is that the, the body goes to earth and our soul goes back to God. So we are not in heaven we don't go to heaven and i know people like to hear that but which i think it does you know like when they say rest in peace they don't say rest in heaven which i know a lot of people do sometimes they switched it up now but r.i.p rest in peace it says rest in peace it doesn't say rest in heaven or go to heaven or stuff like that we're resting so we are sleeping resting our body is gone, our physical body is gone, and our soul is back with God. And and I just feel that that's, what's, that's what happens when we die. So my hope, my hope as a believer, as what I know, is that I'm going to do my best to be able to see my dad in heaven and all the family members that have passed So, I don't know, you know, I know I cannot say because I don't believe in that my dad is in heaven, because first of all, I don't know, I really don't know what my dad did, I don't know, and yeah, I want him to go to heaven, and I wish he could be there, and I wouldn't know until that day comes. I also remember, I don't know, for the people that have gone through this, that somebody in their family has passed what I did I remember after my dad passed I remember going on YouTube and going on Google and searching what happens to your body when you die you know because at that moment you you just want answers you just want to know what really happens you know because you know what happens well kind of but now going to a scientific level and really looking up and searching what really happens to your body is just something different and i remember going on youtube and on going google and searching searching like 
what really happened to your body? Like what happened and what happens after so many hours and this and all that. So yeah, that was something that I thought it was really interesting. So after the death of my dad, I started thinking about like, I want to have my funeral prepared. Like I don't want to leave my kid well, my kid so far just wandering and suffering she's already going through a loss now dealing with financial stuff because that's what my dad did he passed and he really in that way I feel that you can be selfish and I thought and I think that he was selfish in that way because we used to ask him my mom used to sit down with him because we seen his situation and I remember my mom sitting down with him and asking him like what are you going to do when you die? Like, what was going to happen after? Like, aren't you going to pay? Aren't you going to leave anything for your funeral? And he was like, no, I don't care. I don't care. When I die, I um, leave me in the hospital, donate me or whatever. And really, like, no, it's not just like that. We were not going to do that. First of all, we were not going to donate him to for the hospital to do studies on him. And we were not just going to leave him like that. Hello, who's going to do that for their loved one? But in that way, he was selfish. And he, that was his saying, that was his his thing all the time. So when the day came, we really had to figure it out how to do it and how to get, you know, the money financially. But so after that, I thought about it and I was like, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to leave my daughter uh, burden of my death she's gonna be grieving plus I'm gonna leave her financially in a bad place so I feel that this is a time for us even though we're young to leave prepare prepare funeral and let's not be afraid because it's gonna happen and let's just do it right now that you can you know Oh, you're calm right now and do it on your time instead of leaving, you know, our family members with a burden on top of them already grieving. So after my dad's death, I feel that I'm a little bit more conscious about about death. And I really just not afraid to talk about it and not afraid to say say my wishes for when I pass. All I ask the Lord is that please don't don't make me pass away in a tragic death. Like I just want to go death like instantly. I don't want to suffer. I don't want to nothing. So Lord, please don't have me die in a tragic way. And yeah, so I know it sounds for people scary, but it's the truth. So I hope that all of us are conscious about death and not selfish. And let's not leave our loved ones suffering. So thank you guys. I really, I kind of really enjoy talking about this. And I would like to know people's beliefs and I would like to know people's theories or feelings about death. So, yeah, thank you guys. 
I really appreciate each and one of you guys and see you guys next Wednesday.